It's another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast, and uh, because we're actually doing this podcast right before Father's Day weekend. It's our Father's Day extravaganza, right? (laughs) There's an extravaganza. Whatever. Jody earlier was talking about how dads are kings, which is really funny because no matter really... Uh, you know, if, if you're blessed enough to be able to have a household with both mom and dad there, and you know, even even if your dad's a quiet type or the you know or the kind who's vocally in charge, dad's always in charge. Dad really mm-hmm. is always the king. Even my mother was a very strong personality, as Jody can tell you, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but anytime I was as kids, when my dad would speak, because you know he he didn't really. He's not. He wasn't one to correct discipline or those things very, very often. So when he spoke, it carried a ton of weight. You know what I mean? It does. I mean, kind of weird. I always like to bring it up at Father's Day, just so that you guys know, and all dads who listen know that even if you don't think your influence is there, maybe you don't see it. Maybe you're not in touch. You know, with how you're. Maybe you don't have that relationship where you know how your kids feel about you, or you know, it's there's not a lot of verbal going on. Dads loom really large. And even if you're, you know, you don't see your kids a lot or something like that, your your opinion is a lot of weight. I can remember just in this whole journey with you, Murphy, of us having kids together, um, there are times when you almost, and not really, but almost jealous of the mystique of dad. Do you guys know what I'm saying? It's hard to articulate. There's something so powerful about your presence, what you think. You know, mm-hmm. um, um, well, it's a massive influence. What you were saying about your mom, but you're still, you know, revered dad. It was the same thing. My mom is still that way. Whether dad, my dad's been gone 10 dad years now. Quiet. My dad was quiet. Mom was kind of like the, the rule maker and the do this and the do that. But you still respected dad for his position because mm-hmm. you still looked at him that way. Like, right. Well, he's running things here. Mm-hmm. You know, your influence is so, as a dad, your influence is so much greater than you might realize. Mm-hmm. That's all well, I'm trying to say. I know, know, I know what you're talk, talking about as we raised our kids because oh. daddy was the fun guy at night, you know, and that still but is. It's definitely be jealous. I mean, you have been a great mom, and obviously, our girls have grown up to be, you know, they're very connected to you and all that. So I'm I not see that, but it's of not it, a, truly. It's just a, it's an odd thing. Yeah, you know, I feel like my. If your dad's a playful kind of dad, then dad kind of does have that, you know, especially with daughters. I would think that that really stands out with daughters. Oh, you know? it is so important that you're just a, the fact that you're just available. Look, everything you do as a mother or a father says a lot to your children. Your children are always constantly checking you for how are things supposed to be and how you show them is what they expect of the world. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, it's funny you say that because there's a church I pass on the way home that has that on their sign right now. What? It, it's something along the lines of, you know, you're going to lead your kids by your actions, not by telling them what to do. It's and true. They, they see you and that's how they're going to live their it's life. It's so true. And it works in the opposite effect, too. If you are, if you're, if, if you're in a situation, if a kid who's listening to this is in a situation where the dad, your dad is not present in your life, it's big. It's big that they're not present. It's big that they, you know, I, I will tell you, I, um, I do have a friend that I would never reveal the name, but the dad was there, but not available mm-hmm. when she was growing up. And so that spoke volumes to her. Mm-hmm. And it, what it said to her was, well, I just don't matter, apparently, to him. And that has been a difficult thing for her in her life. And it chased her her whole life, you know, just no, re- feeling like I don't matter when I should, when I see other kids 
and friends, dads, you know, show up for the ball games and things like that. So everything you do looms more largely than you even realize. And I don't know that dads realize it as much as moms. I know my influence. I know as soon as something goes wrong, they're looking at me or they're calling me and texting me and calling my name. I know how involved it is. Mm -hmm. Dads sometimes don't realize it. That's all. Everything you do is it does loom large and every what you think of them, they'll think of themselves. So let them know. Let kids know that you accept them exactly the way that they are. That's a huge one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge. On the fun side of things, I uh, I'm looking forward to spending time with my dad. You know, uh, my mom passed away a couple of years ago. And so I guess of the three of us, I'm, I'm I'm the only one that actually still has my dad. Jody's lost hers as 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 a teenager, and Sam, yours passed away ten years ago. Yeah, and um, but so my dad is telling more stories now than he's ever told before, which are really cool. And so I'm hoping that I get to enjoy more of that on Father's Day when we visit with him. Yeah, he was uh, he was telling me because I call him a couple of times a week just to check on him, and um, he was telling me the story of my grandfather. He was just. My grandfather was very much the mechanic type. That's how the conversation started. My grandfather could fix anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, he was from the greatest generation, World War II vet, all that. And um, so my dad in the family grew up really feeling that he was the one, my grandfather. I don't know if he invented the ele- uh, the uh, electric dryer, <laughs> but here's what he did. That's the story. There were no commercial electric dryers being made in the mm-hmm. 1940s. Yeah. And he fashioned one. I don't know how you do this safely at all. But I guess, you know, it was the 40s. There is no safety. So the the washing machine was a front loader. I thought that was kind of a new thing, but I guess it's a retro thing. Washing machines (laughs) were early Bendix washing machines were front loading machines. And what he did is he modified the door and put some sort of heating fan thing in the front of it. And you would turn the water part off, not run it. You would have to be in the spin cycle only to do this and plug it in. And then the clothes would dry. Hmm. There were no commercial dryers. So he fashioned one out of a washing machine, and you know, he probably should have patented that. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. but um, but that's that's the kind of inventive mind that he was, and I'm just fascinated by those kinds Necessity of too. stories. And so, you know, I mean, it, to me, that's also just the power of the dad thing uh, and being able to spend a Sunday connecting like that and just learning things from your past. It's just the casualest of conversation. It's priceless. It's you know what I'm saying. It's it's more rewarding to me than you know watching his face necessarily opening a gift just being able to share that and time. probably to him too yeah it's good for him to tell those stories yeah you know and to visit and it's funny because it's about his dad you know and i guess as time goes on it makes him seem larger than life my grandfather's been gone a long time he passed away in the late 70s mm-hmm. and so it's funny the more that you tell stories about people oh, yeah the stories get better yeah they well they become and i don't know that it's exaggerated or not but it really makes that person larger than life it's Um, it's my favorite thing i know like we've joked before about my dad getting a medal in korea for saving a typewriter yeah you know and when he first told the story to me as a kid (laughs) my mom told me it was just like in passing yeah yeah he got a medal but it was just the 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 building burned down and he you know i saved a typewriter well now it's become this thing my dad got a medal for saving a typewriter yeah i mean you know whether it's true or not it's funny. Well, he did get the medal. Well, yeah, he did get the medal. Totally. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's 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 so funny. My grandfather does probably does things that I I wouldn't try today. He was the one that could make a, a rope swing, put it up in a fifty foot tree somehow. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. climb it, tie it, want to boom, spend you know all what I mean? day on a rope swing. Yeah, and so that's but that's the kind of stuff he did. He actually. Hey right, Murphy, let me stop you there. Okay, let's say you had to do that. What would you do? Hire somebody. <laughs> So yeah. 2019. That is so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have insurance? Or you bring in a lift, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's but funny he, about you guys saying this, and you love sitting around telling stories with your dad, and that's lovely, and it is priceless, and you'll never regret doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry about what to get him. Just go spend time with him. But um, my dad's been gone so long now. Is it 30 years now? No. It's 20-something. It's been a long time. I forget. I lose track of the years, but... It's very rare that anybody talks to me about him. When I don't want to get upset. When people bring his him up to me, it is precious because it doesn't happen very often. Well, you mean a lot of his friends aren't still alive or well, I don't, members are. I don't run in circles with his friends, but it'll catch me off guard, just like what I'm saying right now. I don't mean to get upset. Um, yeah, you said at the beginning of the podcast and it doesn't really I, what <laughs> doesn't upset you as much anymore well but no, obviously no. see it becomes more real the more you talk about it again yes you know yes all i'm saying is that it's lovely tell the stories keep these things alive because it catches me off guard when people start telling me stories about my dad usually and it, it'll sometimes jar me mm-hmm. to the point of embarrassment like now <laughs> you know so, yeah, that's a part of it. That can be a part of Father's Day, just sitting around like if you lost somebody. Maybe your siblings or cousins or their spouse needs to, maybe your mom, Sam, would really love for you to talk about him. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be good for her, too, because yeah. it's good for me when it happens to me, too. Yeah. You know, it, it was uh, it was interesting to me, and this was because it was my perspective, which doesn't make it necessarily correct, but when somebody would pass on and you would you would talk to them at a funeral you would want to tell stories but i would always be guarded about that but i think the opposite is actually important they need to yeah have you know it it creates a presence you know and 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 a story your dad passed away yeah right your dad passed away 30 years ago my grandfather passed away 40 years ago and um and so yeah the storytelling it's i don't know how to explain it and once it becomes one generation removed maybe it doesn't feel that way but it's uh, it it doesn't speak them into a physical you feel it presence, you, but it speaks them into an existence again. It's mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. It's keeping their memory alive or speaking them in, in, into. I'm not, it makes them real it. again. Yeah, but it but not in a hokey way. You know what I mean? No, not in a hokey way. It, That's what you hope for, isn't it? Yeah. Don't you hope that when you're gone, that your children tell all those stories about you? Yeah, of course. Well, like my 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 dad dying ten years ago. Maddie and Parker were five, four years old, so they really don't remember him except for being in pictures. Yeah, so that, you got to tell that he wasn't. You, he's not real to them. But yeah. when I say Pop Pop used to do this and Pop Pop did that, and when we were kids, yeah. Pop Pop, it's like okay, there was a guy named Pop Pop, and he did yeah. do these things, and yeah. he was human, and he was funny, and he was real. Yeah, and one day they will understand that in a different way. Once just, I die, they yes. just can't now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird while you're alive. You don't. You want. You wish that on anybody. You know what I mean? It's the no. Oh God, right. no. Um, my yeah, my grandmother. What Jody just described about her dad and that catching you off guard. And that's interesting because I haven't seen you get upset about him in a while. It doesn't mean you don't. But um, you know, the other day there was somebody who was buying a piece of furniture for me and Jody, a friend of ours, Donna. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't seen Donna in 
20 years probably something like that and uh, and she says yeah she says what i really love about this is you know this uh, this was heidi's and would Heidi, of course, being my grandmother, and I didn't realize, A, that she knew that that piece of furniture was my well, grandmother's. Well, I just told her. Okay. I said, this was Heidi. She goes, what? Yep. And then, okay, so I didn't get, I didn't catch that. But I'd forgotten that during the time period that we saw a lot more of her, that she was aware of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, it just like, it did that thing where it puts it, it makes it real again. Yes. I, I love my grandmother's legacy being kept alive by that in, yeah. in stories. Because, you know, I mean, she would be 100 six or something like that you know now and the more that time passes like that it's because she meant so much to you you want that and so you know back to the you know dads and the sharing stories whether it's dad or mom or whatever yeah just taking a family weekend like this where family's going to be together anyway the more you tell those stories the more likely they're going to be passed on even if they're in writing somewhere there's still something special about hearing that from another family member yeah so that you remember that and then pass it along and it's good for everybody it's good for everybody yeah there's no i mean there's no there's no good that can come from just suppressing it and watching tv or something stupid like that right missed any part of the show get it all at murphysamandjody.com